Hello everyone and welcome to the Covecast. I'm Yessie and today we are going to talk about safety tips for iPhone users. You might ask me why did this come up? Well, I've seen a few videos on TikTok and they inspired this podcast episode. Hopefully you find this information useful. Let's get right into it. The first video I saw was a video asking if blind people were afraid of having their phones stolen when they are out in public. I saw several responses basically saying that yes, people are afraid of this and I can relate. I used to be very afraid of having my phone stolen. I figured out ways of managing this that worked for me and I'm going to share that with you all. It is important to note that this particular video is advertising a braille keyboard. Their suggestion is to just leave your phone in your pocket and use this braille keyboard. This obviously wouldn't work for everyone and not everyone wants to use a keyboard with their phone. There's nothing wrong, of course, with advertising. It's just important to know that's obviously going to be their bias. They're going to make it sound like it's very dangerous to have your phone out in public. You should use our keyboard. I also think it's very sad that we even have to worry about that, that people would steal a phone from a blind person, but it is unfortunately reality. So here are some other alternatives or some things you can use in addition, even if you do want this keyboard. You can't always keep your phone in your pocket. For example, if you need to use the camera for anything like using seeing AI or if you use like QR codes or anything like that, NFC, Apple Pay, there's all kinds of reasons you might need to pull out your phone. Now, if you are someone who is in a high-risk situation regularly and you may lose or have your phone stolen, I highly recommend getting Apple Care Plus with theft and loss. It is more expensive than regular Apple Care, but it will protect you in those situations. For the average user, I don't recommend it just because it is more expensive, but if it will give you peace of mind, then definitely go for it. I also always recommend setting up Find My iPhone as soon as you set up your new phone and having trusted contacts that you can reach out to if you happen to lose access to your account. Also, newer phones can be tracked even if they are off, so if someone does steal your phone, you can still track it with Find My iPhone, and you can of course erase the phone if there's no chance in getting it back. Activation lock will prevent them from using the phone from then on out, but of course, people still do steal them because they can sell the phone for parts which is sad. My solution that I've been using for years now is called the loopy case. I know there are other alternatives such as a tether that clips to your belt loop or a lanyard that you can put around your neck. And I know that a lot of people really love the pop sockets, but I don't like any of those options for different reasons. If that works for you, then cool. But I want to tell you all about the loopy case because I think it's awesome. The loopy case is your average case that has a lip that goes around the screen to protect it if you lay your phone face down. And it also has a lip that goes around the cameras to protect your cameras. What makes it different though is this silicone loop that sticks out the back and the ends of the loop actually go through the case and are behind your phone. So it's not going anywhere. You can pull on it 
tug on it, whatever. You stick your finger or multiple fingers through the loop on the back of the case when you are using it. This makes it easier to hold, it prevents you from dropping the phone, and of course, it would make it more difficult for someone to run by and snatch your phone because it's wrapped around your fingers. So they could still steal it, yes, but it would be definitely harder and take them longer. This is the option I like because I am not as concerned about having my phone stolen these days, but I am afraid of dropping it and breaking it on concrete, for instance. In May, I decided that I was going to try to fly. I threw myself down some steps onto concrete and I will tell you that the only thing that saved my phone is this loopy case. I highly recommend it. All the people I have recommended it to, they have gotten one and love it as well. They have all kinds of different colors and patterns. Loopycases.com. I don't get paid for any of this. It's just something I really love. And so I share it with you guys. So any recommendations I give you are going to be genuine. The difference between this and pop sockets, which I know a lot of people love, don't get me wrong, I understand, it makes sense why they love it, is that this actually holds on to you so you can't drop it, whereas the pop sockets do not. You can still drop your phone with a pop socket. Actually, I tried it because everyone loved it so much. And I'm like, this isn't for me. If you don't like the loopy case, that's fine too. Maybe it's not for you, but I personally think it's amazing. Another thing you can do when you feel unsafe is you can squeeze the sides of your phone if you use a phone with Face ID and this will lock the phone so that Face ID cannot be used. They will have to have your passcode to get into your phone and if you keep doing this it will call emergency services. Another tip I have is to put air tags on things you regularly take with you so like your bag or your cane. I just recently purchased the follow the dot cane charm from Elegant Insights and I absolutely love it. It's basically just a silicone holder for the AirTag and it has a chain that links to a clip that clips to the elastic of your cane and then you can also get a charm that is attached to this AirTag holder as well. I got the letter Y for Yessie. I just love it. It's only $20, so it's not too expensive. They also have options for attaching AirTags to your pet's collar. I've tried one and didn't like it. It was called Follow Paw, but I'm being told they have something else similar now. And then I think Nomad also makes an AirTag holder to attach to your dog's collar, or maybe you want to attach it to your cat. I don't know. What's really great about attaching air tags to things is that in iOS 15 you can get alerted when you leave something behind. As long as you're not at home or in a safe location that you've chosen, you will automatically get alerted when you are out of range of your air tag. I think that's really awesome. It also works with anything else that's in the Find My network, such as AirPods. Also, if you are concerned about being tracked by an air tag, no need to worry, they have improved those safety precautions as well and you will get alerted if an AirTag is following you and of course it makes sounds. If you do get an alert that an unknown AirTag is following you, you can have it play a sound so you can find it and disable it. The other video I saw was by Lucy Edwards and she was talking about an Apple shortcut she uses when she feels unsafe. 
It's the share my location shortcut. And I actually made a video tutorial showing how to set this up for anyone who is interested. What this shortcut does is when you tell Siri, share my location, she will send your location in a message to the people you have chosen. This is great if you're feeling a little on edge, but you don't want to call emergency services. You can also put this shortcut on your home screen if you want to be able to use it more discreetly. Another thing I recommend is just setting up location sharing with people you trust in Find My. This way they can automatically track you in these situations. I have had to use this before and I just called the person and said, hey, I'm feeling unsafe. This cab driver is not dropping me off where they're supposed to. So can you please just track me as I try to reason with them and get them to turn around and go where they're supposed to go? So that was pretty terrifying, but I think it was a couple of things at play. I think there was definitely a language barrier that was causing issues, and I think this person didn't know the area very well. I honestly think they were also just trying to run up the price. But either way, I felt unsafe, and they would not stop and let me out of the car, and they would not turn around. So that was terrifying. Find my location sharing is a really great option. So it's already set up. They can already track you. If you are texting them saying, I don't feel safe, they can just see where you are. And I think that's awesome. This feature is also made better in iOS 15 because of live location sharing. So your location is being constantly updated instead of updating every few seconds. I think this is really awesome. It will definitely make these situations better when you need to know exactly where someone is in real time. It's also very important to set up your emergency contacts for emergency SOS. This way, if you contact emergency services, the people you have selected will automatically receive a message with your location and they will receive additional messages anytime your location changes. I unfortunately know about this as well. I have had to use emergency SOS a couple of times and people will continue to get messages with my location until I disable it. That was fun the first time because I was like, I don't know how to disable this. And so they just kept getting messages for a couple of hours until I was calm enough to figure it out. You can use the squeeze method we talked about earlier, but I typically click my lock button five times. This will sound an alarm when you're doing it, but I'll be honest, the times I used it, I didn't even hear it because I was in such a panic. For whatever reason, click five times stuck with me more than squeeze your phone. So do what works for you, but know that you have more than one option. That's all of the tips I have for you today. If you have any additional tips, definitely let us know. We'd love to hear from you. You can join us on Telegram. Our channel is Covecast, and you can join our discussion group from there. And we can talk about everything mentioned in this episode. I also set up listener support on Anchor. So you can go to anchor.fm slash Covecast and you can support this podcast. This will allow me to get rid of the ad at the beginning of the episodes. Honestly, I'm tired of it and I know you're probably tired of it too. I don't like having ads. So if you want it to go away, go to that website and support 
this podcast. It would mean so, so much to me. You can, as always, follow us on all social media at Covecast, K-O-V-E-K-A-S-T. And you can email us at Covecast at gmail.com. If you'd like to follow me, you can do so on Twitter. I am at Yesian, Y-E-S-S-I-E-A-N-N-E. Thanks for listening and have a great day. Bye.